0: Listening to PetLiferadio.com. Hi, and welcome to Alive Again at PetLiferadio.com. Did you know that we're the world's number one pet radio station? And did you know that all the podcasts can be played and found 24-7? So just because you're not listening to us today doesn't mean you can't find us and doesn't mean you can't listen to everything we've done before. And especially in my shows, my name is Brent Atwater. I'm your host. You'll find that when we talk about animal life after death and pet reincarnation, we have lots of episodes dedicated to particular situations in pet loss, transition, afterlife, and pet reincarnation. And one of the ways we get our shows is we have a group on Facebook, and it's under Animal Life After Death. There's about 51,000 plus global members, which I'm really proud of because pet loss is universal. And pain is in everyone's heart when you lose a fur child or a fur person or a horse or a ferret or a bunny. I mean, pet loss pain is universal. So our group, you will find, has many, many lovely people in it, and I invite you today to come join our group on Facebook and learn and also to allow us to help you through a horrific time, if you're listening to this, and to help heal your heart. Because of our caring members, they are so supportive. They express their vulnerability, and because of them, that's why we're the world's number one resource. I mean, the feeling of love and sharing and hugging and holding each other through the grieving process and into the healing process is simply love passed forward. And for that, we are so grateful because our members are the best, and once you get in the group, you will understand why they are the best, because everyone's trying to help everybody else, and that's in turn helps them heal. So we'll look forward to seeing you over on our Facebook group. And uh, today, our show is going to be based on questions that we have in the group. And I really believe that our members are some of the most educated members of any pet loss or animal life after death or reincarnation group there is out there. The group is based on my book, Animal Reincarnation, Everything You Always Wanted to Know, and Answers for All Your Heart's Questions. I spent 20 years researching that book. I have a dog that's been reincarnated five times with a bee on his bottom. And I think there's about 200 pages of that book that will help you answer your questions so that when you view death, you're not just going to look at it as, oh, it's over. It will give you a greater understanding of the transition process. And that is Friend, who is going to go talk to the sponsors, and we'll be right back.
1: Will transport back into the metaphysical right after these earthly words from our sponsors. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Oh. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Oh. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively Possum.
0: We're back, and Friend has everything under control now. I'm sorry he was interrupted, but he was—he stays outside of the um, on-air room, and when he heard the sponsors coming, he just was going to make sure that they weren't going to bother us, but he didn't understand that they're very important. <laughs> now, our first question today comes from Frankie Johnson, and she's in our group, and she found when she was driving home last night a fawn that had been hit and killed on the side of the road. And she was thinking, what happens When animals are not domesticated and they're in the wild, I mean, you understand that they have souls and spirits, and if you understand about transition, that they do live on, but because they don't attach to anything on earth like our pets do, do they have contracts, which are soul contracts to come back, or reincarnation contracts, or God animal contracts, or are they on earth to give and receive lessons? And we just thought that was a really wonderful question. So we're going to break it down into the sections of this. So what happens when undomesticated animals pass? They pass just like a regular pet does and go into all of there is. There is a continuum on Earth. And you can call it a life continuum. You can call it, which we will later, a food chain continuum. But the continuum is, just like Noah's Ark, God put all things on Earth to create a balanced environment, and animals are part of that environment. So the transition process, whether they're hit by a car as a dog or cat or whether they're hit as a deer, makes no difference in that the soul Crosses the death line and goes into the light. Now, are there contracts? No. The contract is the continuum on Earth that the universe gave that pet. Unless it was a contract that the pet deer became part of a pet zoo facility, that it, you know, after it was hit, it broke a leg, and then it came into a uh, petting zoo that helped children. Well, sometimes there is a transition from an undomesticated pet, let's say like that baby deer who got hit, the fawn grows up, becomes part of a petting zoo, which then teaches children how to deal with animals. That is a contract of stepping out of the undomesticated continuum and moving into bettering mankind. That's one kind. But if it's just part of the continuum, then the life of the ebb and the flow, the transition of birth and death is just ongoing. Now, do they come on earth to give and receive lessons? I don't necessarily think they come on earth to give or receive lessons. For instance, the person who ever hit the baby deer and left the baby deer on earth, I don't think the baby deer is going to haunt them in their dreams or that the person who was callous enough to leave it there is a person or a very young soul that cared enough that it made any difference. Now, on the other hand, if they did it accidentally and didn't see it, which I have a real problem with, then that's one thing. But what's important is it was part of how the universe chose to take that baby deer out. Now, what we don't know is, was it sick? Did it have cancer? Was it going to have a disease, a bacterial infection later in life, and God thought, well, instead of it living and dying a painful death, We know that it's got a bacterial infection at birth, so we're going to take it out. We, being the universe, is going to take it out early so it doesn't have to suffer through that. So sometimes when we as earthlings look at deaths like that, there isn't a lesson to it, but it's more about the universal timing of the continuum of life and death. And it's not about training or teaching the person who hit it and left it on the side of the road because they're gone, they don't care. It's more about... The universal timing of that's how it was supposed to transition. And if you go to the space of all things are exactly the way they're supposed to be, which is a really hard space to hold, then you look at it and go, thank you for the short time you were here. Thank you for the beauty you gave. And you let it go. I mean, I know that when I pass animals on the road and I see them pass, I say, God bless their soul and rest their spirit. And I just send their energy to the light. So. I know it's part of the continuum. Now, when it's a pet I see, I say, God bless their soul. God bless the people that own that pet and their souls and all the lessons that they came to share together. But an undomesticated animal like I had here at my house, we had my deer, and my deer was literally a deer who came up and back in my yard, and I always fed my deer and took care of my deer. And the reason we named her Ma Deer, because she was a female, and she always had babies every year. So Ma Deer came up, and she would, you know, eat the begonias and eat all the flowers, and I figured if she needed them, let her have them. And one year, she had twin foals, and they grew up to be little young bucks, and we called them Ma Deer and her boys. It really was a lovely thing because you'd be sitting out on the terrace and there's my deer and the boys coming up and they'd be like four feet from your terrace and you just go, ha, y'all having a nice evening? And they just look at you and, you know, felt safe enough they'd walk on. Well, one day I was coming back from the shopping center and I saw the two boys standing over my deer on the side of the road and she had been hit by the afternoon traffic. And it just tore my heart out because she had become my friend. So I understand that that was the continuum of life. And I am so sorry that she had to go through that manner of transition. And I prayed that she didn't have any pain associated with that transition. And then it really hurt me that her boys were standing over her. And it was like 5 o'clock traffic. But they weren't leaving her. So I just prayed that God would send the boys on back to my yard and that I would take care of them as best I could in an undomesticated way. And so I just said prayers for my dear and her spirit and her soul. Probably many, many months every time I passed the spot where she and her boys were that evening. So I think you just have to believe that all is for best and that that's when the two worlds of domesticated and undomesticated collide. And I know that she got extra corn and extra food by being part of my backyard, but I understood that she was undomesticated and it was really important that she be who she was. And she... Continued her fate right through her transition. And those are things that we don't mess with. They come from a higher space. So I really thank Frankie for helping the little deer like she did. I thank her for couching the question in our group about afterlife. And we're going to have a word with our sponsor, the one that Friend didn't eat up, and be right back.
1: Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
0: Dogs leave fur wherever they go. It collects all over the home. There are many tools designed to stop dog hair spreading, but their effectiveness varies and afterwards you have to clean the tool, then the floor. With the Dyson Groom Tool, you simply deploy the bristles, then gently brush the coat. Loose fur is removed while dead skin and allergens are captured by the vacuum. And to clean up, you simply release the trigger.
1: To get this awesome Dyson Groom Tool, go to DysonDeals.com. That's DysonDeals.com.
0: We're back and we're discussing questions from the most fabulous Facebook group on animal afterlife and pet reincarnation and animal transition and anything you want to know. Just like my book says in Animal Reincarnation, answers for all your heart's questions about pet loss, transition, afterlife, and pet reincarnation. Now, another question that we had in the group, again, is there was a turtle that was found on the road and it passed away, and a tender-hearted person suggested, well, did anybody miss it? And you think about that, and you think, wow, that's a pretty lonesome thing for the little turtle to cross, and you wonder if anybody missed it or nobody missed it. Here's the most important part. Nobody, no thing ever dies alone, and maybe just because there was no mommy turtle or daddy turtle or somebody there to miss it doesn't mean that all the angels and all of God's glory is not standing right there to open the universe's arms and welcome them home into all there is. So when you see, because in the spring here, I live on a house that has a pond. Matter of fact, my house is called Pond House. And there's always a migrations of turtles who are bored with this pond walking across the road to go to the pond on the other side. And I'm always stopping and picking them up and carry them across the road and put them on the other side and pat them on the bottom and send them to the other pond because it's the time of year when turtles sometimes don't make the transition across the road to go from one pond to the other. So when you see animals that have been hit like that, unless it's a pet, there is no one to miss them. But there is someone to welcome them to the other side. All the angels and all there is and all of the glory and all the goodness of the universe and God. And I think that that's really important to know. So always when you see, or it is my suggestion, I do it always, so it's your choice, bless them and ask their spirit be blessed. And that sort of says it all. You couldn't hope to have anything domesticated or undomesticated domesticated better than being blessed by the universe and God and welcomed when they come from the other side. So I think that's a really important thing to do. Don't feel sorry for them except for a split second. Understand that that is the transition process and the ongoing process of life and its continuum. That's the best way to say it. Now, a lot of people have very high empathy for creatures. Like, they don't kill ants, they don't kill spiders, they don't kill snakes. There's nothing wrong with that. But, don't be such an empath that it gets in your energy field and takes you down. If you do that, then you are creating an energy malfunction inside yourself. Now, you can be sensitive to and sensitive of creatures is what I call them. But don't take that energy inside your body because that is not managing your energy well. And if you're interested in learning how to do this, I have a book called How to Accept, Trust, and Live Your Life Purpose. And it talks about animal empaths and empaths for people who take the feelings of the pets that are dying or the animals that are sick in shelters or anything like that inside their body. And that is absolutely the worst thing that you can do. Because when you say, well, I can feel them suffer or I feel terrible if I accidentally killed them. You know, you didn't cause that. Again, that's part of the continuum. And, you know, it's a lot of times if you see dead birds around, it'll shake you up. Now, again, at Pond House, the back of my house is glass, and there are a lot of birds that fly into the glass, which just tears my heart out. And I go out there and I try to revive them, but lots of times they've already gone to the other side. Again, just bless them and know that God is welcoming them with open arms on the other side. But don't feel that it's an omen and don't let it shake you up. And don't let it, you know, like, oh, my God, two birds were killed today and it's an omen that everything's going to be bad here. No, it just means that those birds were supposed to die a quick death, because usually when they hit the glass, you know, that snaps their neck and it was very quick. And that God is taking them home right then and there. So focus on the positive of it. One of the things that people get all caught up in, which is why we have the group, is pet loss can be A very positive continuum of life experience. Now, I'm not talking about the part where your heart is torn out, your soul is ripped apart by the fact that you're not getting to be around the fursuit. And the fursuit is being able to hug them, touch them, kiss them, lug them, you know, and do all of that. But if you look at it from a higher perspective, which is what we hope all of our souls evolve to, it's just a process. Maybe the bird had to pass so he could come back as a hummingbird. Maybe he had to pass because he's got to come back in another body. Maybe a pet had to pass because the body was sick and worn out and he has to come back in a new body. So try to find the positive aspects of transition. Now, the human part of you will always have pain. If you loved Fluffy you're always going to cry over Fluffy. I don't even care if you've got a reincarnated Fluffy. My original friend has been gone 17 years. My Mike, my fiancé who was killed, has been gone even longer. And I still have days where I just break down and cry. And it's because that's the human side of me. But I try to shape-shift it and move to the spiritual side to understand that that's the continuum of moving forward. Another thing somebody asked me in our group was, what happens... When a pet dies, does it just sit and wait for you until you, you know, have a reincarnation? Or like, where do these lost souls go? I mean, like, are they just like the shelter pets? that have just been euthanized out of human carelessness or cruelty like Lad the dog at the arrow fund who passed away due to a gunshot wound to his jaw. What happens to these animals? A lot of these animals are God animals and we have a article on that in our Pet Reincarnation blog spot that God animals come to go and experience heinous things in order to promote a better life for those that follow. And that's the best way to say it. So It is heinous. They get shot. There is horrific abuse, which I cannot even handle looking at. God bless all the people who work with abused animals. It's just, I can't even handle that. The sensitivity to that is just too much for me. And those events are to better the path for those that came along. So try and look at it from a God animal point of view. And somebody says, well, how do you know it's a god animal? Well, when I was interviewing an animal one time, my guide said to me, it's a god animal. And they explained to me the fact that these animals, just like the people who died in the towers at 9-11, all of those people took on that transition to help better the world. The animals that take on these heinous crimes take on that as an old soul to better the world or to, you know, have cruelty-free horses in the park or cruelty-free dolphins in the net. And things like that. So I think that's important is instead of going, oh, how heinous, oh, how horrific, that's your human side. Totally agree with that. But also kick in your spiritual side for balance that says, all right, what is the higher purpose for this? And that always will help assuage your grief. And I think that's a very important thing. And on that note, we're going to have another word from our sponsor.
1: Sit, stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well,
0: Hi, this is TOD Anderson, and I'm the host of Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. We're going to talk about a variety of topics on canine behavior and training, all based on modern methods that are fun for you and your dog. We might be talking about other critters too. So join us on Get Positive Results. We'll talk about common issues between you and your dog, answer your questions, discuss different activities you can do with your dog, and keep you posted on current canine news and products. All this on Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. Let's talk
1: pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com.
0: And we have another question that I thought was interesting and worthwhile addressing today from Justine Carabolo. And she asked: when before her dog crossed over, they suggested that they take pictures of her. And she noticed that the dog was staring into the sky. We have in my book, Animal Reincarnation, an entire chapter on moments before transition. And animals oftentimes will stare at the sky, which means they're looking at the other side, or they'll sit in front of a window and they will memorize earth before they leave, or they will provide memory moments, which is behavior that is special just for you prior to their passing, whether it's for weeks or for months. But uh, the memory moments is something that we also have an article on in our Pet Reincarnation blog. But it's something that animals always know 24 to 48 hours before they're passing that they're going to pass. And animals always know that in doing so, they usually provide, and you have to think about it sometimes, but they will always provide a memory moment. But staring up is an indication when an animal's about to pass or in that transition process that they are connecting to and looking toward the other side. Interestingly enough, in the human hospice manuals, okay, there is a section that talks about people pre-passing and some of the signs for pre-passing. People talking to the other side, like if you have someone who's sick and they start saying, you know, I saw Aunt Bertha last night and talk to her, don't poo-poo them. Just look at your watch. Normally humans start communicating with the other side 120 days prior to passing and 90 days it gets more intense and it gets more intense like they say well Aunt Martha visited last night I saw her come in my room and you're thinking whoo she's on too many meds no Aunt Martha did come in last night did talk to her and no she's not on too many meds is just she is preparing to deal with the other side so it is such a familiar phenomenon that even the hospice manual has it in there that that is one of the signs that transition is coming into a human life. Like I said, we have a whole chapter in my book, Animal Reincarnation, Answers for All Your Heart's Questions, that will tell you about signs for transition. And I think we even may have a radio show on that. If not, it'll be a good one to do. Now, if you have any suggestions for our radio shows, email me at brent at petliferadio.com and give me your suggestions. Or better still, join our Facebook group and ask your question in there. So everybody around the world will get to hear the answer and we'll make shows from it if you have some really interesting questions, which I think is a very good thing to do. One of the things also that's very important is people want to know if when an animal passes over, do they just sit up there on the other side and wait for you? Or do they just sit there and wait until they're reincarnated? Well, no, they are normally right there beside you. And do they miss you? Well, I don't think so. I think missing is a human thing because when Gwen Dolan asked the question, when we miss our loved ones, when they leave this earth, does anyone miss us? I don't think they miss you because when Mike passed away, Mike was standing right beside me in spirit form and an energy form, you know, a day after he had crossed. And your pets are like right there the minute they cross. So missing is a human emotion. And human emotion is what sets us apart from the ghosts and the spirits, because spirits have a universal outlook and they have a spiritual outlook and they have a higher purpose outlook. It's not about missing because they're standing right beside you. And as a human being, instead of missing, you might want to try the chapters in my book on how to communicate, connect, and see your pet. Use those chapters and instead of missing your pet, talk to it, touch it, see it. So missing is a human thing and that is something that your heart will always do. I think even in time, there was always a compartmentalized part of your heart that if you've loved something so deeply and so sensitively, it will become a part of your fiber of your being. And I don't poo-poo missing at all because I think it's part of the human experience. And I think it's a very near and dear thing. And I hope that someone would have etched themselves upon my heart so that I always remember them and always for a split second miss them. But don't take it to such extremes that you become depressed, have severe anxiety, have panic attacks. That says this is out of balance and you need to get a spiritual perspective that is a higher overview of the transition process so that you can be balanced because death is inevitable with everything that's on earth because this is the earth school. The soul comes to earth to learn lessons, share lessons, or be part of the continuum. And that's what it's all about. So while you're in earth and in human form, you need to always look for the higher spiritual purpose so that it balances your human emotions and that way your soul evolves. And on that, I'm going to end our show. I'm going to invite you to the best pet loss group on Facebook, ours, Animal Life After Death with about 51 plus 1,000 global listeners. And come on over to my website www.brentatwater.com and Look at my new Readings for Rescue. It's gonna be a whole new venture where I do live tours and go all over the world a la Long Island Medium or James Von Prague or John Edwards and um, do live shows to talk to your pets either live or dead on the other side and use that money to help shelters and animal organizations. I thank you for your time today. I hope you'll follow us on YouTube, on Pinterest, Instagram, we're everywhere. And if you do have questions, Go look at my book, Animal Reincarnation. It's the number one resource in the world. And our pet loss group is also the largest group in the world. And we hope to see you there. And we hope that you'll stay tuned. And if you have a question, couch it. Hey, it might be our next show. Thanks so very much and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.
1: Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.